Welcome to Shadows of Prophecy, a D&D real play podcast where we will find out what it takes to become a hero, face our darkest fears, and pull ourselves out of a pit of despair. Shadows of Prophecy is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast with violent themes and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. With us today to traverse through adventures of loss and tragedy, we have myself, Timothy, as our ambivalent DM, Dan, as our compassionately resolute small business owner, Ren, and Ken, as the coy yet seductive Midnight Dunreath. Join us as we enter the Shadows of Prophecy. Prologue, A World Unravels. Chapter 9, Hidden Carnage. I'm going to look at Mara and Midi and say, give us a minute. Okay. And I grab Mara and we just walk to the side. All right, boss. So I'm going to like kneel over this guy and I'm going to like pull him really close so that like our faces are next to each other. So I can just like whisper in his ear really menacingly. You get it? You know, you see the scene. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And I'll go whisper in his ear. Let this be a message to you and your crew that the members of Lark's Perch are off limits. And if you ever come near them ever again, you won't be so lucky and shove him back to the ground. He is going to spit at you. <gasps> Fuck you. I'm going to stab him in the leg. Ah! I would get that checked out. Because if you don't get it checked out soon, you're not going to walk again. And I'm going to pull the dagger out. Fuck you so bad. I'm going to regret this. Can I just knock him out with like the hilt of my dagger? Yeah, go for it. Pop! <laughs> And you knock him out. He goes unconscious. Blood is pulling beneath him. I'll stabilize him. Uh, okay, here we go. I guess I'll do this for him. That's a 10. 10 is stabilizing, right? 10 is stabilizing. Okay. So you're able to just like wrap some gauze around his wounds. He's and still not applied pressure. I'm not fixing that. Yeah. <laughs> just Just <laughs> applying enough pressure that he doesn't bleed out after you leave. Perfect. Oh, I want him to die. I mean, me too, but... <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> he has a mohawk. Gross. All right. And so you stand up and you see just these two thugs knocked out in a pool of their own blood, unconscious but stable. Message has been sent. I'm also going to take stuff. All right. Is there stuff to take? I mean, yeah, there's... Like, how how... Um, I'll grab the whiskey bottles. I knew you were going to okay. take the whiskey. <laughs> I knew. Yeah. So there's like random things of moderate value about lots of liquor bottles. They each have coin purses. You could probably lift off their bodies. But anything of great value would probably be stashed elsewhere. I'm done here. We can go. I'll grab a couple bottles of whiskey. We could head out. And so I'm going to say, good job, guys. Midnight's going to be a little sad because she is really rusty and she's going to be like, I'm sorry, guys. I just, I thought I would be a lot stronger. I'm so rusty. I'm sorry. 
Don't sweat at midnight. You were great out there. Yeah, I'm sure Mara will spar with you to get those skills back. Oh, yes, I would. Um, I, I think I'm, I think I'm good. I will, I can, I can practice on my own. <laughs> but thank you, Mara. All right. The offer always stands. Mara's your gal. Anyways, I think we sent a message, boss. Yeah, I hope Our so. Our work here is done. Again, boss, why? Just like... <laughs> I don't know. It just feels right, you know? <laughs> all right, let's Mara, get going. Hoot. <laughs> yeah, and so you all exit the Copper Crow Company's den, and you return to your homes for the evening. Several days go by, and you hear nothing of the matter. No word is passed across town of this event, and justice continues to come into work. Okay. I'll continue to send him home with an escort, just for the foreseeable future, just to make sure. So that all is until four days later. Justice doesn't show up for their shift. God damn it. I ask around the other employees and see if they've heard from Justice. You ask around, especially those closest to Justice, and nobody has heard anything. They're just as confused as you are. Okay. We saw him yesterday, right? He came to a ship yesterday? Yeah. You've seen him the last three days. It's just the fourth day. He doesn't show up. Oh. What time of day is it? It's the evening. It's typically okay. when your business um, is at peak. Yep. Are Mara and Midnight busy at the moment? I mean, they're always working, but their work is flexible. Okay. I'm going to go and find both of them and bring them to the back room and apologize profusely to any guests that they might be with at the moment. Assuming that they're not, like, in the moment <laughs> when I burst in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you're able to find them in some downtime and pull them aside. Yeah. So Mara is going to go into the back room along with Midnight. As you probably noticed, Justice has not shown up for his shift today. And naturally, I'm concerned. Didn't you send him home with an escort last night? I did, and that escort said that he got home just fine. So I'm, I'm worried that something happened earlier today. Should we go visit his home? I'm thinking that might be a good choice, and I wanted to bring you two with me because we fought well together the other day. And um, if you don't have any patrons that are, will have a fit if you're not around... I can put someone else in charge for a while. My patron can wait. She knows what it is. Yeah, same here, boss. This is important. I'll be around. They'll be around. We'll be all good. All right. Meet me out front in 30. All right. right. Let me grab my armor. I'll go change. And you all suit up. Meeting out front 30 minutes later. All right. Off to... I I imagine I know where... So you know where Justice lives. You pretty much know where all of your employees live just to keep tabs on them mm-hmm. and you are able to travel to their home they live along the port okay they have a small modest house to themselves they live alone i know where this is it's probably not too far it's like a few like 10 15 minute walk um, 30 minute walk maybe something like that i can go knock on their door You go to knock on their door, and you see that it's been bashed in. Oh, no. And I will go in, then. I'll push in. All right. Give me a perception check. 
God help me if you kill Justice. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I, I rolled in that one. It looks rather thrown about. Mm-hmm. You see, like, spatters of blood and just, like, broken things. Mm-hmm. Can I do a perception check? Yeah. Yeah, because imagine we look around. I got a 22. All right. So, Midnight, as you enter Justice's home, you hear a faint wheezing upstairs. I immediately run upstairs, hoping that Mara and Ren follow. Yeah, I'll follow with urgency. Yep. So you scramble up the stairs and follow the sound of the wheezing until you reach Justice's bedroom. They are leaning up against the wall beneath their bedroom window. And their eyes are closed, but you see them breathing very belaboredly. Move, and I'm going to push past you. Justice. Um, I'd like to medicine justice. All right, give me a medicine check. Oh, God. I'm nervous about this one. Uh, That is a 18. Thank God I have a high medicine skill. You go over to justice. They are bloodied, bruised, their nose looks broken, looks like they have a couple broken fingers, they have been beaten to the an inch of their life. They can hardly open their eyes because their cheeks are so bruised. And you start tending to their wounds and checking for the extent of their injuries. As you continue to examine them, you notice a broken rib. Is any of this fatal? Like, will justice die? Can I treat justice? They seem treatable. Okay. But it will take some time. Okay. They probably should get some immediate care. Well, I am immediate care. Thank (laughs) you very much. So you start tending to their wounds. Question. And I know I say that a lot. Oh, my gosh. Yes. My skills compared to a healer's skills, at what capacity, like, an actual healer, yeah. like, do my skills match theirs? Or, like, how... I mean, so, what you are able to provide will stabilize people, it will help their recovery process, it won't immediately make them recover. Like magic would. Like magic would. Okay. So, you can reset the nose, you can tie up any broken bones, keep them stabilized, Mm -hmm. stop the bleeding, put creams, oils, ointments, poultices to reduce bruising and inflammation. Mm -hmm. And you do know some tricks up your sleeve that are particularly useful in combat situations that help rejuvenate the body. Mm But in this situation, nothing is going to heal the broken bone. Sure. That makes sense. Immediately. Okay. Justice. I will bandage up justice as best I can. Set anything that needs to be set, which is hurts my soul because that probably hurts a lot. And then I'm going to turn to Mara. Can you carry him? We're going to bring him back to my place. Sure thing, boss. Uh, Justice. What did they do to you? And she is going to scoop him up in her 
arms. Big muscly arms. Her big muscly arms. <laughs> and she's going to carry him down the stairs. And you can hear that he's trying to talk, but it's hard for him to get the words out. A few things that you can make out are the Copper Crow Company. Figured as much. They're all going to die now. How did this happen? That's what I'm saying to Justice, even though I know that. He probably can't respond. Yeah, he continues to mumble as you carry him off back to Ren's home. Yeah, so my home above Lark's Perch. All right, so you carry him back up to Lark's Perch, Ren's home. I'll also scoop up some like clothes of their clothes to bring back. Um, And you get them set up in your bed, prop them up, make sure that they're in a comfortable position, give them some water, Mm -hmm. all of those things. And eventually they pass out from exhaustion. I'm going to pay someone extra to stay in my place just to watch over him because we've got work to do, (laughs) y'all. I will send a message like a note to the general mm-hmm. general gift de gray with a short description of the situation that the copper crows have been harassing and assaulting my employees and any support he can provide would be greatly appreciated i imagine we have some kind of relationship like that okay and you could do with that with you will yeah so you send that off all right i'm a little bit stuck on what to do any thoughts from the peanut gallery? Because I want to go kill literally all of them. Midnight is kind of on the same boat at this point because she hates seeing people in pain. Yeah. But the problem is, is that the three of us aren't going to be able to take on a group of 20. No, you're right about that, boss. And it strains me to say this, but I'm more concerned about justice at this point. Same. Justice will recover. I checked him well enough that they're not in any immediate serious danger of, from their injuries. I will continue to tend to them. We need to do something. We can't just let them walk all over us like this. We should have killed one of them to at least send a better message. You're probably right. An eye for an eye, then. I mean, technically, we got, well, we beat the crap out of two of their guys, and they beat the crap out of one of ours. Isn't that an eye for an eye? Semantics, Ren. Let's just go kick their I just, asses. Yeah. Out of character. I don't want to be stuck in, like, from my thoughts is that I don't want to be stuck in a cycle of where we beat the shit out of one of them. They beat the shit out of one of us. We beat the shit out of one of them. Don't worry about it right now. Okay, fine. Let's go. (laughs) Mara, are you in? We better have a good plan before we go in there. Yeah, we're not going in through the front door like we did last time. Would I know about the layout enough to be able to know about a back entrance? Only the front entrance? Okay. No, you do not. You would definitely need to case the place to figure out how they're functioning. Okay. Maybe over several days. Yeah, I was gonna say I will, over several nights stake out the place because I I imagine that I'm the stealthier of the group. Okay, I don't know I'll quite a moment. To see if I can glean where they might, like, different entrances and things like that. How many of them might be there at what hours, things like that. Can Midnight stay with Justice to see if there's any more information they can possibly give us about what happened? So, at this point, for the next few days, I'm not taking on any clients. I am just with Justice making sure that they are as 
stable as possibly can, both mentally and physically. Yeah. So over the next couple of days, Ren and Mara are going to case out the Copper Crow Company and learn more about their functions. You are able to get a little bit more familiar with how many people are there at one given point, how they come and go, some of their general dealings, and you do find a back entrance eventually. Yes. Midnight spends some time with Justice, helping them get better. After a couple days, the bruising and the swelling goes down, their bones begin to set, and they tell you a little bit more about what happened. They don't know much because the thugs did get the drop on them. So they were at home getting ready for bed when the front door was broken in. They went downstairs. There was a bit of a fight. They ran up to the bedroom where they had a knife hidden beneath their pillow, went to go for the knife, unfortunately did not make it and they were basically kicked and punched into the state that you found them in. Okay. And I relay this information to both Mara and Ren. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 But after a couple days, they are recovering. They're making a recovery. They're still mostly bedridden. They are able to get up and move about the space a little bit. Have I heard from the general or have I seen any influence from like the city guard like have there been arrests of copper crows that i've heard of things like that so you do eventually receive a letter back from the general but it is not what you were hoping for unfortunately their hands are tied the copper crows influence is too strong for them to deal with at this time they know they could probably pick off some of the like lower grunts, but that's the best they could do. That's fine. That's enough. It's more than nothing. Yeah. I sent that back. I sent like, that's more than nothing. So I'll accept that. All right. Espionage. (laughs) (laughs) Can I also, during that time, investigate what medicines Justice was getting from the Copper Crows? Yeah, where it's sourced, give if I can. Give me a medicine check. Oh, a medicine check. Oh, I imagine I could probably get my hands on some of it. Yeah, so you are able to visit Justice's mother. But that's a 20, dirty 20. All right. So you visit Justice's mother. Mm-hmm. And you find out a couple pieces of information. One of them being, yes, she is very sick. Okay. Two her supply is running very low. Okay. They've basically been cut off at this point. And three, you examine the medicine Mm -hmm. and you realize that this is not just a simple concoction of herbs Mm -hmm. or drugs. There is magic involved. Gotcha. Particularly powerful source magic. Oh, okay. And that kind of explains why nobody really understood how or what it was doing to her. Hmm. Is there anything that I can do for her beyond the medicine? Like from a medical perspective? 
Give me an arcana roll. Oh, great. I definitely have that. I don't have that. Oh, that's an 18, though. (laughs) (laughs) You are not super familiar with arcana Mm -hmm. or the arcane, but you do get a read on this residual magic over her. And you've read about curses before, and you suspect that she may actually just be cursed. Ah. And no physical ailment. Okay. Would there be anybody in the city that I would know or be connected with that has experience with curses, that has a magical affinity that might be able to help in a more magical way? Other than clerics, you might know a cleric or two from your experience in the war. Can I call in Goldfinch? Just kidding. So you don't really know where Goldfinch has settled down. Okay. You've lost touch since the war. Okay. Well, I will send out some letters and notes to people in the somewhat immediate area, this city and maybe closer cities, and see if I could get anyone to come visit her Mm -hmm. and check her out. They could do potentially break this curse or do more for her than I can. And hopefully I receive a response at some point. Yeah. You would know that there is a little bit of a risk here. Mm-hmm. Typically people who have been cursed have gotten involved with the sort that perform curses. Mm. And were any of these clerics to find out that they were meddling in curse magic or even running with the sort that could potentially risk their livelihood. Gotcha. Then I will only send letters to those that are more subtle Mm -hmm. in their work. Our business kind of works in the underbelly of the city anyways. So hopefully I would have some connections of healers and clerics that might not, might not work in like an official sense within the government. Someone who's more likely to be a little more flexible. All right. So you send off some letters. Yep. That's all I do. (laughs) All right. So you've spent maybe a week now doing various sorts of espionage tasks. (laughs) Not really espionage. You're not spies. (laughs) But you've spent about a week now doing several related tasks, casing the headquarters of the Copper Crows, tending to justice, reaching out to your contacts, and planning for what course of action you should take. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to gather the crew, Mara and Mitty. Yeah. Tonight's the night, everyone. I have scoped out a more discreet entrance than the one we took last time. If their routine is normal, we shouldn't encounter all of them at once in their den. Are we keeping most of them alive, or can we kill? I mean... Mara, we we can kill. We should kill. Alright, boss, it's your call. I hope you're ready for the hell that is gonna rain down on us. Yeah, we kill. We send the strongest messages that we can. Alright, midnight, I hope you've been practicing. I have been practicing. We'll see how it goes. Ren will pass Midnight his short sword. You could probably use this, right? Yes, I can. 
No more fists. Yeah. I'm going to kill. Except for you, Mara. You, you do you. <laughs> oh yeah. I will make it hurt. I will kill as many as I can. Perfect. All right. We're going to head out to that secret entrance. That secret back door. Let's do it. <clears throat> Let's Ready. go. <laughs> you make your way to the secret entrance, the back door to the Copper Crow company. Do they guard the back door? They do not. Okay. You gave me a short sword, right? Yeah, a okay. short sword. And everybody give me a stealth roll as you make your way into the back door and down the dark chambers. I received a 10. I, I almost rolled a nat one. I have an 11. And Mara rolled a 13. God, I'm rolling like garbage. Except for my medicine rolls. Those have all been very good. Better than mine. <laughs> so you press into the dark halls of the abandoned barracks and you follow the corridors down to the back entrance of the den and as you approach you notice the door is ajar and it is uncharacteristically silent inside dun 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 I'm going to put my finger up to my lips to denote that we should remain quiet. And I'm going to try and get up close to the door and peek in. Like Mara crack. nods. Through the crack. Midnight nods. And you creep up to the door and you peek in. Give me a perception check. No. God, that's a 12. All right. right. Yeah, that's a 12. That's right. You peek in, you see the flicker of candlelight, but you can't see much into the room, but you notice something really odd. Along the floor, a pool of blood trickles toward the threshold of the door. The door I'm standing at? Yes. So like there's a pool of blood in the room that's kind of slowly. Yeah, you can see through the crack along the floor, there's like a pool of blood that's still Oh, so fresh. fresh, Okay. Trickling towards the door. Ren will try and like slowly push the door open a little bit to be able to peer farther into the room. I do have, remember I have like subtle dark vision Mm because I'm part elf. (laughs) It's lit with candlelight. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And torch. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So it's not dark. Got it. So you push the door open and stick your head in and you see bodies, limbs rent apart, blood staining the walls and floors spattered across the ceiling. (laughs) The screeching of rats as they gnaw on the flesh and flies flock in swarms to the putrid odor of death. Oh, no, 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 no. You see one body pinned to the wall with a pike through their shoulder, their intestines spilling onto the floor. Kinky. You see another collapsed on the floor, blood still dripping out the long slit across their neck. Hunched into a table, a dagger sticks out of another's head. 
Oh. And among the bodies, you see two high-ranking officials of the Order. Torture tools in hand. The Order, as in? Of Preya and Pedicium. Oh, so like government officials. Yes. Jesus. Do they see me? They're dead. Oh. They're oh. among the bodies. Oh, okay. I would like to pull my head back. <laughs> Out of the room. Not what you were expecting? No. Uh, well, at least there's, there's, I guess there are no more crows. Okay. I will pull my head back out into the room and turn to everyone and go, they're all dead. Every one of them is dead. You don't want to look in there. Excuse me, boss? What? Is this a joke? No. Uh, God. Hold on to your butts and I'm going to open the door. Hold on to your butts. Holy shit. Oh. You weren't kidding. My what the fuck happened here? Gosh. So there's nobody alive in this room. Then, no. Okay. I'm going to point out the two in particular, the two from the order. It seems like government officials were involved, either with them or they were part of what killed the crows. It's Can I tell if, like, based on, like, the layout, if the the people from the order were fighting the crows or if they were, like, killed with the crows by something else? Give me an insight. Oh, 22. They look like they were part of the slaughter. Okay. So like they were... They were here. You notice the tools that one of them is holding. It's like a pair of pliers that you you experienced during the war as a tool for uh, pulling out teeth. Mm, mm, you can see across yuck. the room that there is another door ajar where you can see a table of tools and a chair with leather straps. Gotcha. So someone was being tortured here, but they're not here, and everyone else is dead. I would like to check the chair with the leather straps to see if I imagine someone was bound there, and are those straps, like, broken, or were they, like, did somebody, like, let them go? Yeah, so you step over this scene of carnage. Gingerly, yes. Very gingerly, tiptoeing almost across the room to the torture room, for lack of a better term. And you start to inspect the chair with the leather straps. Give me an investigation check. Okay. Can I also give an investigation check? Because I'm curious to see what I find. Yeah, what are you inspecting? Are you following? Or are you just going about the room and inspecting the bodies. Okay. Inspecting the bodies. Yep. I got a 17. All right. And for midnight? What was I rolling again? Insight. <laughs> In- Investigation. Investigation. All right. I got a 13. Ren. Yes. You go over and you inspect the chair. You look at the leather straps and you notice they're quite worn. This chair has gotten quite a bit of use. Okay. And you look at the tools. They are dirty and rusted as if they have also been used quite often and over a long period of time. Nothing else really stands out to you. 
other than just the amount of usage that these torture devices have gotten. Midnight, you start to examine the bodies around the room and whatever happened here happened very quickly. While there is a lot of carnage, there is very little struggle. Ooh, would I know how long ago this happened? It appears quite recent. Perhaps whoever did this is still around. And that's when you hear a blood-curdling scream down the hallway. From where we came or from the other direc- the other doorway? The other doorway, the front entrance. I jump up in a fright because that scared the shit out of me. I'm going to hold up my hand and put my finger to my lips to denote that we should still remain silent. And is the front door ajar like the others, the other one was? Yes. Okay, I'm going to sneak over and peek through the crack in the ajar door. You peek through the crack and you can see maybe 10 feet down the dark hallway. You don't see anything else. Okay. At that point, Mara walks over. Uh, what is it, boss? I don't know. I can't, I can't see much too far into the hallway. It's pretty dark. She's a half-elf. She'd probably see farther than I am. Why don't you take a look? Uh, sure thing. So Mara is going to peek through the crack and look down the hallway. Uh, I can't see much of anything, boss. Okay, well, um, should we check it out? I guess we have to. She gives you both a look (laughs) of just, like, confusion and, like, just kind of perplexed but then shrugs her shoulders and pushes open the door. Oh, okay. We're just going. Um, You hear the door creak. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) As it knocks against the stone wall, and that's when you see it. No. Uh, Is it the Demogorgon? (laughs) Black tendrils writhe upon its head above a face devoid of eyes or mouth. Ew. No. <laughs> its purple-gray skin is stretched tightly over a sharp, bony form. Absolutely not. Four fleshy wings stretch out the width of the hallway, sharp talons along the ridges. It holds its hands up towards you. Hundreds of bulbous eyes along its forearms staring at you. And it begins to briskly guide towards you, pulling a long bowed knife from a rib in its side. Oh, God. Roll initiative. As we roll initiative, I'm going to say that (laughs) I have a vantage against being charmed and magic can't put me to sleep, so... In case that comes up. Um, exactly. I got a 19 again. Okay. I rolled a 15. 
Okay. What did Mara roll? Mara has a 16. So Mara, uh, what did the thing roll? 20. Oh, God. Oh, no. It's going to call it the thing. The thing. 20 and Mara. No relation. In true fashion, I go last. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is it 18 for Mara? 15. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. 15 for Mara. Great. <laughs> Let's murk this thing. <laughs> this thing just murked a lot of other people. <laughs> All right. So it glides down the hallway towards you. And it has pulled out a rib that resembles a bow knife. Actual gliding, like off the floor. Actual gliding. Ew. It's kind of sexy. Mm, I meant to I say feel cool. Like to I feel like that's your But I feel like that's how sexy. Midnight wants to come down the stairs. It's not actually on the stairs, but just glide right. as your hair just kind of flows yeah. behind Drama. Her. I'm <laughs> using precipitation as my, so people can't see that I'm walking. It's just glides. All right. So it is gliding down the hallway. It has the rib bow knife raised in the air and it is going to glide on up to Mara and just slash at her. She is unable to move out of the way and she will take six points of slashing damage. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Did it roll a one? (laughs) All right. Um, And then- Don't answer the question. It glides past her as it does this. And I need each of you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. Oh, actually, my dex save is high. That's an 18. Four. As a flurry of blades flashes out at each of you. Can I pull out my shield? I don't know if that's going to help. On your turn, you can. Midnight takes eight points of slashing damage. And Ren is able to duck out of the way of the blades. So no damage. No damage. The thing continues into the room where its back is turned on you. What the hell was that? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) Um, It's Midi's turn. All right, I'm going to pull out the short sword that Ren gave me and the hand axe, and I'm just going to lunge at it. (laughs) Yes. So, does a 17 hit? It does. And does a a 9 hit? It does. (gasps) Yes! Okay. The hand axe, it gets 4 damage. And then the short sword is eight. Why are you looking you... like that? You look very maniacal and I don't like it. <laughs> this is kin- <laughs> this is kindred. Okay. So it has glided past the three of you. It's just flurry of blades slashing out at you. Gone past, its back is turned. You slash into it with both your short sword and your hand axe. Mm-hmm. They smack into its shoulder blades. You pull out the weapons. A dark 
purpley, viscous liquid starts to drip out. And then before your eyes, you see the wounds seal up. No! As it begins to slowly turn to face you. Again, holding its arms up and the hundreds of bulbous eyes along its forearms staring at you, motionless. Help me. It's Mara's turn. Mara, normally extremely brave, freezes at the sight of the wound ceiling and starts to back up, stuttering. Uh, Boss, I I think we should get out of here. Oh, yep, I agree. And as you agree, she turns and starts sprinting down that hallway as fast as she can. What is Ren going to do? That's an excellent question. Because I don't want to leave Midnight there on her own. Please don't let me die. I know. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm just trying to think of what I can even do to help. I mean, I'll take out my bow, mm-hmm. and I'll dip it in the poison that I have. Okay. I'm a fire off an arrow at the thing. All right, make an attack roll. This is piercing damage, so it might be different than slashing damage. We don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Does a a twelve hit? A twelve hit. Perfect. And I get sneak attack damage because midnight is right next to it. Okay. Which means I need another D6. ASMR. That will be 12 piercing damage plus 4 poison damage. Your arrow lodges into its chest. It does not flinch. Uh, Damn it. (laughs) And I'm going to hold the door ready to close it once midnight's through. And I'm going to call out, this way, please. And that's my turn. The thing grabs the arrow and rips it out of its chest. You see the wound drips with just a drop of the purple viscous liquid and then seals up. This bitch is As it pulls... Another rib cage out. No. It's got two. Forming another bow knife. <sighs> it raises both above its head and stands there. Midnight, what are you doing? I'm bouncing the fuck out. Sorry, let me do my character's voice. I'm bouncing the fuck out. <laughs> so I run. So you'll probably want to disengage from a mechanical perspective. So I'm going to dis- to. Yeah. You don't need to? Nope. Okay. That's sounds- not engaging. Oh, okay. So I'm going to I'm just going to lightly close the door and walk away like nothing ever happened. <laughs> I'm going to run out in fear cuz I've not seen anything like this before. So, I'm going to run out yelling to Ren, close the door. Close the door. (laughs) All right. You run down the hallway right after Mara. Ren, you slam the door shut and you follow suit. Yes. Mm -hmm. The three of you sprint down this hallway, 
your breath heavy. You hear the echoing of your loud footsteps down the hall, reverberating on the cold stone. And you make your way to the stairwell, up into the barracks, and out the front door. And I'm closing every single door that I pass by. <laughs> Slamming each door you pass along the way, desperately trying to put that thing behind you, out of mind, out of sight. And as you exit the barracks, give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh no. Why? <laughs> Not a sponsor. Oh god. Roll a 10. 20. Jeez. All right. Ren, as you exit the barracks, you stumble into Justice Drake, knocking him over. Oh. Oh, uh, oh, what, wait, what uh, are you doing here? Uh, sorry, I, um, I wanted to go for a walk. What? And they let you? Uh, who, I left somebody with you. Yo, anyways, come on. No, we have to get out of here. And I grab his hand what, and I pull. What, what's going on? I pull and I run. We run. All right. You run as far as you can until you're Larkspurge. out of breath. Yep. And you make your way back to Lark's Perch and run up the stairs, slam the door shut behind you, and you all sit Collapse. in your dining room. Yeah. Out of breath. Exasperated, confused, terrified. Do the patrons see this? No, I think we went to Ren's. Well, so we took the private entrance into okay. to my into my suite. All right. As Midnight is catching her breath, she's going to look at Justice and be like, "What the hell were you doing over there?" I I I wanted to go for a walk. I'm I'm sorry. And you decided to walk past the place where the people were that were beating the crap out of you? That makes Probably no sense. Probably not a great choice. <sighs> Give me an insight check. Both of us? Yes. 11. I got a 12. All right. I mean, their lie is real bad. And they're not doing a great job at covering it up. So you can tell there's something they're keeping from you. Midnight's going to look justice directly in their eyes. What's really going on? Do not lie to us. Give me an intimidation. 17. Nice. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So I let it loose. I didn't know it was going to be so bad. You let that thing loose? I'm sorry? I read the text and the banishing spell didn't seem too complicated. I didn't know it was going to happen so quickly. And... Justice. You know, they deserved it. You know? I don't disagree with you. They're a plague on this city and... But you've got to help me. I, I just don't... What is it? What did you release... It's called the Cursed Aberration 
of the Crypts of Torture. A subtle name, to say the least. I'm staring at Justice right now in disbelief. The spell was so easy to cast. I just, how could something so easy be so powerful? All right. You said that there was a banishing spell. Yes. Did you try this spell or were you not able to? No, I didn't realize that it was all going to happen so quick. I thought that I had time to prepare everything. And no, I, I haven't. There's there's like a bunch of different things. But I, I left. I, oh my gosh, I can't even remember what I need. Justice, breathe. Okay. Where breathe. is, where is, where is, where is the banishing spell right now? I thought I would remember all the components. I know there's something about candles. They needed to be... Was it red or or black? There's something about cord needing to bind it. And you know what? I, I didn't want to take the scroll because then someone might notice it was missing. Where was this? The Order Archives. Justice. How, how, how? Hold on. How did you get yourself into the Order Archives? You, you can barely walk. I used to be a member. What? I used to be a member of the Order before I realized how bad they were. I'm not going to fault you on your past. So it's not too complicated. You, I mean, there's a back entrance... Is not heavily guarded because it's the order. What if, like, they have so much control. Like, they don't care if anybody breaks in. They will deal with them. Do you have any more information on this thing that we may have to face again? And, like, I'm very disappointed. I don't think we can kill it. I. Well, we definitely can't kill it. We sure tried, and it didn't do anything. Okay, all right. Um, mm. We need that scroll. Where is it? I, I left it in the archives. Do you know anything about the nature of this creature? Will it stay where it's at, or will it go out and do more damage than it's already done? I gave it instructions. Continue. Told it to kill everybody in the barracks. Justice. Were you in the barracks at the time? No, no. I I did it from outside. Were we in the barracks at the time? (sighs) I don't think we were. Because it didn't attack us, right? It stopped. It didn't follow us. I don't know... I don't know. I I really I I Okay, okay. Breathe. Take a breath. You 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 said that the banishing spell is simple, right? So if we can get our hands on the spell, we could potentially take care of it ourselves. It'll be easy. Right, Mara? Mara, it'll be easy. Uh boss Frankly, I have no idea what's going on. The Order had this thing? Apparently. Allegedly. 
We are as confused as you, Mara. Fuck. Um, there's a lot I don't know about this town. <sighs> okay, here's what we're going to do. Justice, you are going to lead me to where I can find the scroll. Or yes. if you think That's... that you can safely get the scroll, or maybe transcribe what we need from the scroll... That's also an acceptable solution. Is this doable? Yes, of course. Injustice, you should have told us that you were doing this. We are a family here. I'm very disappointed. I didn't think you'd approve. Well, no, we wouldn't. I know it doesn't matter now. We're not mad at you to show us where the scroll is and we can handle it. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I really wasn't trying to be a mom, but I think that's what it became. (laughs) All right. Well, the order is at the top of the hill, so... Would now be the time to go? I mean, it's probably pretty late at night at this point, right? If that thing's after you, I don't think it's going to stop until you're dead. So we should we should absolutely go now. Okay. All right. Let's we, go now. And so the four of you now are going to briskly make your way across <laughs> the port of Entropolis. Naruto run. Um, <laughs> and you are going to head over to the Order House. Justice will guide you around to the back of the archives area. Okay. All right. It shouldn't be too difficult. We just have to cross through the courtyard when nobody's around. And at this time of night, there's probably nobody in the archives. So we should be fine. Okay. Let's do it. Should we sneak? Yeah. Let's do that. We'll sneak. Everyone give me a stealth check. We'll be stealthing. Ooh, dirty 20. Eight. It's okay, there's no one around. Alright. So, you all begin to sneak across the courtyard. You see the back door of the archives, and Justice leads the way. They turn the handle, and it is unlocked. They push open the door, and you enter into the archives. I was worried they are going to be like, and you see forearms with eyes. (laughs) (laughs) The archives are an old, grand library. You see shelves that are two, three stories high, filled of books. Locked glass cases around the perimeter of the room. One of which is broken. Is this the one, Justice? Yeah, it's that one over there. I thought that if I didn't steal it, they wouldn't come after me. We'll find out. I will go over and take a look at the scroll. Can I read it? Is it in common? Or any of the other language that I speak? You walk across the archive floor... Stepping on broken glass, and the scroll is sitting still in the case, unraveled. 
I'm going to take the scroll back over to the party. Okay. That's fine. Summoning spell. Hold the ritual dagger above you. Recite the summoning phrase. Not going to say it. Then provide instructions to who the target. The creature will return on its own once it has consumed all living targets. So if it didn't return on its own, it still has a target. Good. Good to know. Banishing spell. The incense of musk and humanoid fat to draw it in. Gross. Eight red candles and five pointed star of metal flakes to bind it. Don't quite know what that means, but that's fine. Needle and cord to bind it. Okay. Animal sacrifice with ritual dagger. Justice, do you still have the dagger? I do. Okay. Banishing phrase. Below. Okay, great. Kill the creature with its protection dropped. So this means that we were most likely in the building if it hasn't come back. I would say so. Why it's not after us now is a bit... Perplexing. A mystery. Um, okay, let's wrangle up the things that we need. You hear the crashing of a window break behind you. Fuck. As you turn around, you see it standing in the window, watching you. And that is where we will put a pause on today's story. Thank you all for joining us for a plunge into the abyss. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Shadows of Prophecy. Join us next time to find out what becomes of our unfortunate players in this most dreadful act. Shout out to my brother, known as the chill electronic vapor soul artist Lusk, for writing our chillingly epic theme song, editing by Scrubcast, and a big shout out to Sirenscape for some amazing atmosphere and music. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com. I always use them at my game table, and it adds that little something special to bring your players into the story. Also, please follow us on Twitter at Shadows Prophecy and Instagram at Shadows underscore of underscore prophecy. And hey, show us some support by becoming one of our fabulous patrons at patreon.com slash shadows of prophecy, where you can get access to bonus content like handouts, encounter maps, and even adventure guides to run your own horrific campaigns or one-shots. And at the very least, give us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. This is how we get the word out about our podcast, and we love sharing it with you all. Thank you, and tune in next time for more tales of dread and despair at Shadows of Prophecy. Prophecy.